welcome to the Howling Monkey Reads the Comics. Today is Sunday, October 28th, 2018. Let's take a look and see what's happening in the funnies together, shall we? I hope everyone is having a delightful week and is about to have an even more delightful week coming up. Um, Halloween is upon us. It's an exciting time for the young and the young at heart, for the tricks and or treats. Very exciting times. Uh, it's also a time that, that we have to give out a warning a safety warning to all the trick-or-treaters. Be aware that there are going to be some people that hand out those horrible candies that are wrapped in orange and black paper, and inside that paper is a wad of basically peanut butter that has somehow become the consistency of a geode. Do not eat those, because they, they're they not, I mean, they're not dangerous, they're just terrible. And, and they're only given out by terrible people. Ooh. All right, let's see what's happening in the comics today. Our first comic of the day is Garfield by Jim Davis. In this episode, everybody's favorite obese orange tabby is watching television. And um, on the TV, somebody rings a doorbell, and they answer the door. Uh, and when they answer the door, someone goes, Shriek, S-H-R-I-E-E-E-E. E-E-K, and then the other person goes, oh, you must be Sherry. Uh, and then the other person goes, yeah, Y-A-A-A-A-A-H-H-H-H-H. Uh, and then he says, well, you look pretty. And then that's followed by a yeek, or a yeek, which is Y, followed by one, two, a bunch of E's. There's too many, I do not want to count the E's as it would take too many, too much time. Suffice to say, it is a, a preponderance of ease. <laughs> and then, so they says, yeek. And um, the other person says, what would you like to do this evening? And then finally, um, the announcer on the TV goes, you are watching Godzilla goes on a blind date. To which Garfield replies, well, he looks good in a suit. The joke here is that if you had a blind date that showed up at your door and it looked like Godzilla, or it was Godzilla, that would be, um, well, that would be frightening. That's it. That's a joke. Godzilla would frighten a potential date because he's a giant lizard or reptile of some, of some sort. At the end. All right. Our next comic of the day is The Born Loser by Art and Chip Sansom. In this episode, uh, the Born Loser and one of his friends are at the the Brillinger Mall. We know that because there's a sign that, that says Brillinger Mall. And his friend goes, yeah, I love shopping at the mall. Uh, and then, I mean, and then this just goes on for panels and panels. The The only bad thing is trying to find your car. And it's like finding a needle in a haystack. And I, I am condensing this because it's just, it's it's multiple panels of this guy talking about how hard it is to find his car. And uh, finally he says, hey, yeah, I have a backup plan. Uh, I make a note to myself before I leave the car. And the born loser gets excited. He's very excited about this. He goes, oh, you mean you write down the row and section? Well, that's a great idea. <sighs> sure. Of course it is a great idea. And he's very excited about it. And he goes, and the guy goes, no, no. I write myself a reminder that my car is a blue Ford. Um, the joke here, I think, is that this guy uh, is very forgetful. And he can't remember what his car looks like. So he writes down what his car, what what make and color of car he has. Um, though the born loser's idea was actually rational in this in this case. Hence, it appears that someone is more of a loser than the born loser. Some are born with it, 
Some acquire it. Our next comic of the day is the Griswells. Uh, it, well, I mean, it's all, you know, nature versus nurture on that side. It's like uh, trading places, you know? You know what I'm saying? Okay. Our next comic of the day is uh, the Griswells. In this episode, uh, a bear is talking to another bear. They're kid bears, I guess. And the, the boy bear, and we know he's a boy bear because he's wearing blue. And we know the other one's a girl bear because she's wearing pink and has a bow. So no no gender typing in, uh, in, in the Griswells. And anyway, the boy says, hey, where's your phone? And she goes, oh, I put it away. I'm going to do something worthwhile with my time today. And then the guy goes, oh, what are you going to do? And then we see, she's she just goes, oh, I'm going to watch some TV. <laughs> the joke here is that um, we are addicted to our screens, be they small or be they large. That is what bears do. I, guess. Or what, I, I think it's a metaphor for people. You know? Okay. Our next comic of the day is Arlo and Janice in this episode. <sighs> okay, Janice brings in a pumpkin that is gray. It is like deathly, horrifyingly gray, and she says, "I brought a, I bought us a pumpkin," and she puts it down. And Arlo looks at it, and he pokes it, and he pokes it, and he wipes his finger on it, and then he shrugs, and then he goes into the other room where Janice is sitting and motions towards the pumpkin. He doesn't say a word, by the way, in this whole episode. Um, and and Janice goes, "It won't hurt us to get out of our comfort zone now and then." Meh. Uh, the joke here is that uh, uh, that uh, buying a that getting a pumpkin that's gray won't hurt you, and you should try new things, I guess. But why why is that pumpkin gray? We'll never know. Our next comic of the day is Marmaduke, uh, and today's episode is entitled "Who Asked You." Um, in this episode, uh, the man and the woman who own Marmaduke are watching the weather and they're very upset because outside they hear lots of animal noises such as meow, wolf, quack, meow, wolf, rough, meow, moo, chirp, and rough. And then outside, uh, Marmaduke's barking at some birds. Uh, the birds are saying there's like three purple birds and a duck he's talking to. And then... Then he's talking to some animals on the fence, which include a cat, another purple bird, and a cow. They, there's a cow living next door to Marmaduke. Um, and uh, the guy comes out and goes, hey, what's with all this racket? And then the bird lands on his head. A cat is clawing on his back. Marmaduke's staring at him, and the cow is looking at him angrily. And, and so he goes inside and informs his wife it was a private conversation. The joke here is that the animals were up the animals were talking amongst themselves using animal language and they didn't appreciate uh the man interrupting them and so he had to explain that why is there a cow living next door to them this uh, this isn't a farm i mean it's a normal like suburban backyard and there is a cow just living i weird i uh Anyway, uh, okay. All right. Then, okay. Then Marmaduke has a uh, feature every Sunday called Dog Gone Funny, in which people send in stories about their, their animals. And this one is, uh, uh, okay, a lady broke her leg and had to sleep on her stomach on a futon 
her Dalmatian became upset and decided to solve the problem by chewing off the cast. Uh, They somehow convinced the dog that the cast was not a problem, so the dog started licking the lady's toes, and she did it every day. And that's a disgusting story about a dog that ate a cast and then licked some toes. Our next comic of the day is Nancy by Olivia James. Um, In this episode, man, Nancy has gone through a lot of changes in my lifetime, huh? It's crazy. Nothing's changed as much in my life as, as Nancy. All right. Anyway, in this, uh, in this, when she, Nancy's thinking about carving a pumpkin, and she she thinks hmm, maybe I could scare, make a spooky face, which would scare away people, so she, there'd be more candy left. And then she goes, hmm, or maybe I could make a boring face, so people would skip our house, and that would in fact leave more candy for me. And then she goes, or maybe. And then in the next panel, there's a just a pumpkin with just no, no, no carving in it. Just maybe the top's been carved off. But it's just a plain pumpkin. Uh, and so it's just sitting outside. And in the background, in the foreground, Nancy is wearing antennae, staring out the window with a creepy friend standing next to her wearing a skull shirt. I do not know who the friend is. It is not Sluggo. It's a girl, I think. And uh, they're just standing there, um, standing there. And in the background, you hear Aunt Fritzy going, Where could it? And then Nancy says, I hid all the candy in the pumpkin. The joke here is that if there's candy is hidden in the pumpkin and it's a boring pumpkin, A, no one will come by the house, and B, even if they do, there's no candy to give them because it's hidden inside a pumpkin. <sighs> yep. All right, our next uh, comic of the day is Brian Crane's Pickles. In this episode, Mr. and Miss Pickles are sitting on the porch, and uh, they're saying, ah, uh, Mrs. Pickles goes, oh, I love this time of year. Mrs. Pickles goes, yeah, zucchini season's over. And uh, I guess Mrs. Pickles doesn't like zucchini, and who can blame him? But that's just really a precursor to the actual joke, uh, the actual storyline, whatever you want to call it. Mrs. Pickles goes, hey, can you believe it's almost Halloween? And Mrs. Pickles goes, yeah, we probably should buy some more candy. And she goes, huh, you think so? And he goes, yeah, you remember what happened last year? We went through 67 fun-sized candy bars. And that was before any trick-or-treaters came to the door. The joke here is that Mr. and Mrs. Pickles ate all the candy. All right, our next comic du jour is Ziggy by Tom Wilson. In this episode, okay, we see Ziggy has a plug coming out of his window, and he's plugging something into it. It's like an extension cord coming out of the window. And uh, then he's pushing a lawnmower and goes, Ah, I don't know what took me so long. I finally got an electric gas uh, uh sorry an electric lawnmower instead of my old gas guzzling one and and my it's so much lighter and it's environmental friendly and it's super quiet and the joke here is that when we pan out uh we see that ziggy's mowing the lawn but the <laughs> the, the the darn old cords come undone so he's just pushing along this lawnmower that's doing absolutely nothing that's the joke there is, uh, yeah, you get it. The lawnmower's not plugged in, so it's not making any noise So it's because it's not doing anything. So that's the joke. <sighs> you get it. All right, our next comic of the day is Mother Goose 
and Grimm by Mike Peters. In this episode, there's a guy sitting in a chair choking, and he's choking real bad because his tongue is, is, is shooting out, and his eyes are bugged out, and they're not consistently bugged out. One is bugged out more than the other is bugged out. And the cat is sitting in front of him, licking its uh, behind, okay? It's just uh, cleaning itself. And the dog goes, no, no, I said, do you know the Heimlich maneuver? Huh? All right, the Heimlich maneuver, and it's licking its behind. So that's like the the behind lick maneuver. I I mean, the joke is that the word lick sounds like the end of Heimlich, and Heim sounds like, I guess, behind... Behind lick maneuver that doesn't. Uh, the, uh, the, I mean, it's not really. I mean, I get where they're going, but it doesn't make sense because Heimlich doesn't sound like like behind lick or really does it? Maybe if your cat, I guess. Anyway, cats like to lick their bottoms. All right, our next comic of the day. Oh, man. All right, it's the family. Oh my goodness, it's the family circus. In this episode, man. Okay, in this episode, Mister Keen is walking in the streets of a big city, and he is he is conducting business. You can tell because he is wearing a fedora and carrying a briefcase, and uh, he's just walking in front of some theater, and it, um, and he's just he's stepping into the street, and then. Uh, we cut to the to Dolly, who's saying her nightly prayers, and she says, "And please keep Daddy safe on his trip to New York." Okay, so Daddy's gone to New York on business, apparently. Okay, and she's praying for him. Okay, so in the and then in the final in the final panel, Dad's stepped into the street, inches away from a speeding taxi cab that he apparently didn't bother to look for, but it's zooming past him, but he is prevented. By an invisible hand from the heavens, from running into the car, it's like a, a the actual hand has pushed Dad and stopped him from being run over, or actually walk, uh, yeah, sure, from being run over by the cab. Uh, but it's with such great force that his hat has flown off his head and his his tails of his coat are flying back. And it's all right. So the idea is that an actual hand from heaven has come down and has stopped dad from being hit by a hit by a cab and had dolly had dolly not prayed apparently dad would have been squashed like a bug so uh that's the power of prayer i guess and and that's the literal way uh people's prayers are answered is invisible hands from above stop you from being hit by a a taxi. Look, I mean, look, I'm not, I, I'm not whatever, but it's not, it's not funny. It's not a joke. Right? Am I right? It's just, uh, yeah. All right. Finally today, Andy Cap is drunk. This program is brought to you by Law Dog Productions, LLC. We're on the web at howlingmonkeyradio.com, where you can find our other shows and content. 
You can also learn about ways to support our efforts there. You can reach us through our email address, info at howlingmonkeyradio.com. 